I'm uh, Chairman uh, Bertram Dennis, and we're going to let you tell us what you would like to tell us concerning the case. Okay, so um, I guess I don't know the exact date. Sometime in <clears throat> end of 2019, early 2020, I had a friend of mine that I met when I was back at Vanderbilt ask me to open a political action committee for him. Um, I was advised that I should tell you the name. The name is Cade Cochran. I mean, being a 22, 23-year-old at the time, I unfortunately did not have any information about politics. I asked him if it was illegal to open it for him, and he said no. And he said he just couldn't have his name on it, considering everything he had gone through, which I'm sure everyone's aware. But yeah, he was he resigned from his position as chief of staff to Glenn Cascada, and he didn't want his name on the political action committee. Being young and dumb, honestly, so, <laughs> regarding this, I... Yep. So, Sydney, you just had... You had a involvement or relationship or friendship with him and he asked you to do this on his behalf is what you're saying yes i mean yeah i at the time i thought i loved him i guess but i was i was young and he's 10 years older than me and i trusted him and so i opened the political action committee for him and i filed the paper signed my name and that was the last i heard of it i received the e-filing a thing in the mail and i just sent him a picture of that and he took over from there um and i didn't hear about it again until reporters started calling me uh but the first time i heard i had anyone call me from a reputable source that i was willing to talk to was when lauren called me a few weeks ago let me ask you this i am showing in the audit that there were some expenditures made from this particular uh political action committee were you aware of those expenditures in any way no but you were also the treasurer correct yes i signed my name as the treasurer but once i did that i never saw it again so was your name on a checking account or uh, able to disperse it the shouldn't funds? be Excuse i hope not <laughs> so you were the treasurer you opened the pack the money was dispersed but your name was not on the checking account and you had no knowledge of the disbursement that Mr. Craig was doing from the account. Correct. I didn't know what a political action committee really was. I didn't know it had anything to do with expenditures or bank accounts or anything. I just, I guess I should have known when I signed my name as treasurer, but I thought it was really just people that support candidates, rallies, stuff like that. So what you're saying was you did this, and I understand you're young. We've all been there. I yes. Wish, I wish I was young again too, but we all. I don't remember that far I don't, back. I, don't rem I remember a few things. Uh, in my early 20s but um, I guess what I'm saying to you is do you now understand what a political action committee is and did you receive any of the Lauren did she receive any of the filings or no, none of the letters because we couldn't find her right so most of the letters she did not receive until I was able to reach her a couple of weeks ago and I sent them all to her by email so she does have them now and I think she did. I have in this Bill Young, uh, executive director, and she can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I reached out to her by email and was able to get her email address, and she did respond to a couple of emails I sent. Oh, I don't recall that. I could check my email. I, I didn't respond to anyone about this situation ever until Lauren called me. Were you familiar with the $7,000 expenditures made, uh, expenses paid uh, to PostNet? Um, and other ex advertising expenditures made from the political action committee account at all? And if so, when did you become no. aware of that? Well, I was, <clears throat> I'm, I was never aware of the exact dollar amount. I was aware that there were some sketchy things going on when I was called in July 2020 by a few reporters. 
and now my name's on the internet because of it. So <laughs> I knew there was something going on and I reached out to Kate at that time and he told me nothing was going on and that it was just the media and I believed him again. So. Oh, so wait, wait just a second. Let me look and I'm going to get to you, Lala. See, well, I'm not going to ask her questions. We need to accept the audit first. All right, let's have a vote to accept the audit. Make a motion to accept it. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Audit approved. All right, so here's my next question. You said Mr. Cade reached out to you again. When was the last time you had contact with him? Um, I would say last month when Lauren called me. I She left a voicemail, and I called him back, and I said, I need to call him back. And he said, no, you don't. They don't have any authority. And I said, I have to do what I have to do. And he said, okay. And that was the last I talked to him. Are you aware as a duly appointed treasurer of this PAC that you're personally, personally liable for the civil penalties? I mean, I know that now, but I didn't know that at the time. He told me that none of this was illegal, that he didn't do anything illegal, and that it was no big deal to open the political action committee. Were you aware that the PAC had a Gmail account? I think it was faithfamilyfreedomfund at gmail.com? No. So you're saying you weren't aware of it. That means that you weren't ever, um, you didn't ever access that email account. Is that right? No, never. So... I think, Bill, the conversations that you had back in the summer were with that email account, and presumably, based on this, someone responded as if they were Sydney. That's correct. But someone was responding, acting like they were her. That's correct. I, I and, and again, I, I sent it to the email account we had, and I have responses. I think there were a couple of responses yeah. I received. That was not me. <laughs> okay. At this time, I would like to ask the registry if I feel like we need to reopen this audit. I'll make that motion, Madam Chair. I will second. All those in favor of reopening the audit? Aye. Aye. Sydney, I, I really want to tell you thank you for your cooperation, your participation, yeah. and being so upfront with us about this. I think this no is... No problem. I wish I could help more. <laughs> well, you may be asked to help more. Yeah, I know. I know. I just wish I had more information about it. What's concerning to me is that someone was responding to you to a Gmail account with our executive director also pretending to be you, and you were unaware. Yeah. I would recommend that we issue a subpoena with a deuces tecum component to uh, this Mr. Cothran um, and uh, haul him in for questioning and also for all the records he's got related to this. Clearly... He's a key link in the next the next one up the chain. I don't know how else to get him. I don't want there to be any delays. I don't know that we need a formal action by the board to issue a subpoena, but if we do, I would so move. Second. We have a second. All those in favor say aye. aye. We need a roll call. Aye. We do need a roll call. I need a roll call on the subpoena. Fincher. Aye. Haynes. Aye. Lawless. Aye. Morton. Aye. Dennis. Aye. Golden. Aye. Thank you so much again for your cooperation. We Hold up, uh, one more. Could we could we ask her if there's anybody else that she knows of that that's involved in this other than Mr. Cothran? I do not. I've only ever communicated with Mr. Cothran. So just to recap the conversation today, you opened the political action committee for a guy that you were in love with at the time, had a relationship with, named Cade Cothran, and you did no, nothing else and heard nothing else until Lauren contacted you and we were able to find you in Utah and then we approved your participation today and all the responses that were done from the Gmail account that 
were pretended to be you were not actually you. That's correct. Yes. The only other, only other thing I heard about it between opening it and Lauren calling me was when the media was calling me. <laughs> and you also received a call or had a communication with Mr. Cade who told you not to worry about this. Yes. He told me that you don't have any authority over me and that nothing so can happen to me. So I don't respond. No authority over this political action committee. No, he said over me personally. He said that no action could be taken against me in the court of law. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Madam, Madam Chair? Yes. A couple questions. Do you have any text messages, emails, phone records, anything that you could provide to us to corroborate these calls, dates, times, and particularly anything with regard to the establishment or the operation of this PAC? And these conversations you're telling us about. If you have that, could you provide that? First, do you have it, and could you provide it? I wish that I did, but I do not. Um, I deleted all of my text messages with him because I was very mad at him for my need being all over the Internet regarding these political action committees. Well, Sydney, thank you so much. I think it's <laughs> our duty to uh, do what we have done today, not just for the public, for what we stand for. And, yeah. and I understand your situation. Madam Chair, Thank you. may I ask her a yes. few questions? Ma'am, this is Tom Lawless. I, and, A, I also want to thank you for, for what you've done and, and said today. And I just, again, want to reiterate, you understand that the comments you've made have been under oath, under penalty yes. of perjury. Okay. Yes. Do you remember? They are all true. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not questioning that. I'm just doing it to make sure there's clarification of the records. Do you remember opening an account anywhere at any financial no. institution? Okay. I have not opened any accounts. So you don't recall ever signing signature cards or depositor agreements or any of those types of items? No. Okay. I don't it, remember. I don't like. <laughs> I don't think that I would have ever done that, not even for kids. <laughs> okay. Okay. And if perchance you did, you have no objection to any disclosure under any federal or state statute to those records being submitted to this board for review and its auditors. Is that an answer? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So you're an open book as far as this goes. Yes, I am an open book. I okay, have nothing to hide, nothing. and I honestly just want it to go away. <laughs> I understand, and, and to be candid with you, I don't think any of us on this board want to be in here. No, but I have one more question for you. The PAC contributions were primarily made from one gentleman named Brandon Crawford. Do you know Mr. Crawford, or have you ever been aware of Mr. Crawford? No, I have never heard that name. And we understand that the financial disclosure statements indicate the PAC sent out multiple mailers over the course of several months for House District Race 92. Are you familiar with that at all? Um, I have seen an article about it because my name was in it, but I don't know much about it other than the attack ads or something that were sent out. But I had nothing to do with it. I just know about it because I was called by a reporter about it. Thank you so much, Sydney. Anyone else have yeah. questions for Sydney today? Thank you for your cooperation. We really appreciate your honesty. Yeah, of yeah, course. Well, yeah, Let me know if you need anything else from me. Yeah, well, will you make yourself available again to us? Of course. Yeah, whatever you need. Thank you. Miss Topping from our office, we'll be back in touch with you uh, soon. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for your cooperation. Well, that was interesting. That was interesting. Once we get subpoenas submitted... What then? We need to have a special meeting on it. Yeah, this is this is something I feel like. Pause. Uh, oh, um, 
Mr. Executive Director, Madam General Counsel, what are the procedures for setting a special meeting? Do we need to vote on that? Uh, you, you can set, uh, we will be setting a meet, our next regularly scheduled meeting, but you can certainly set a special meeting anytime you wish. I think it takes three of us, doesn't it? I, 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 four. I, four. Four. It four. takes four of us to set a special meeting. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's going to take us a while to get those records. And I'm looking at our auditor right now. <laughs> Jay, what are your thoughts? Basically, you're telling me you're going to subpoena Cade, and it's Cade like, is going to have to identify. So generally, we let have the people identify the bank, right? Because otherwise, we have to send a blanket subpoena to every bank asking for records related to a specific entity. So what you're really talking about doing to start is to subpoena Cade to come in and, and talk either to us or to you all, probably both. And, that, and to bring any documents he has because... And, and whatever, yeah, we'll ask for the documents at the same time. But, so it's, Yeah, he's the next step up the chain, seems to me. We might want to subpoena that client, that guy that donated to it as well. He's out of North Carolina. We, we have attempted to contact the guy <laughs> in North Carolina and have yet to be able to, He's a to do that yet. That is one of the reasons why we had the issue before and the way the audit is written. It's because we couldn't can, contact anybody. Can can I make one suggestion? Hank, this is more, and, and you're the you're the certified expert. Do we need to send or have we sent a spoilage letter out to any of these people, including a member of the legislature? Not sent that letter, um, but if you would like for me to, I can. I think it's time. I think it's time. It's time. We've got enough now to... Yeah, I, I'm... Yeah, spoliation letter is a great idea. Tells them don't be destroying any of this stuff or, or they'll have an adverse inference against them. The biggest thing is uh, we might, I mean, we might want to subpoena his uh, former employer as well. Yeah, or his, uh, his direct report, I guess, which is Glenn, you, you know? Do you think it's possible that Cade would tell us and give us the financial, bank financial information prior Jay. Possible. Uh, I mean, anything's possible. Likely, I bet he goes. I bet he goes deep underground, and I bet he's tough to find. And I bet we end up with uh, having to haul him in under an attachment. Uh, if I was guessing, but he's already engaged in subterfuge, and and sound, if this if the woman's testimony is is accurate, and and it's certainly credible to me, and it seems reasonable. There's not many links. He feels very confident of his position. I think he's wrong, but people like him, uh, in my experience, you've got to the sheriff's got to bring them in before they believe the court can touch them. And the sheriff will. You know, you just got to go through the contempt process. First, he's got to not show up. Then we get a contempt. Then we get an attachment, and uh, then they go get him. And they're a lot more humble after they're wearing orange, having to. Um, answer for that. But I think we send spoliation letters to anyone that, that has involvement in this. I don't want to limit it, but the, the this person in North Carolina that may or may not be fictitious, uh, whoever the representative was that benefited from this, Mr. Cawthorn. And then uh, if he was working for Cassida when this all went down, then I think Representative Cassida is an appropriate recipient of both the subpoena and a spoliation letter. Hank, it was Warren on the receiving end of these funds, House District 92. Yeah. I think he ought to be subpoenaed, don't you? But he may not have anything, but... And it looks, in fact, like Brian, uh, Brandon Crawford is a real-life person from what okay. figure out. All you got to do is get a North Carolina attorney. I guess there's probably some reciprocal arrangement between the AG's office and their bill. 
does have a P.O. PO box address in Raleigh, North Carolina, and he classifies himself as a restauranteur, self-employed. And he contributed $7,500 on July 9th of 2020. Interesting. I mean, it's a subpoena. You know, you could get them out of state. We, we're, I'm actually doing one up in Ohio right now. You, you, in a civil case like this is, you just you need an attorney license up there, and they follow the that state's Foreign Depositions Act. Texas is a pain in the neck, but I think North Carolina is not too bad. I mean, it's not insurmountable. And I bet the AG's offices have some rep reciprocal arrangement we can piggyback on. I don't know, maybe not. I feel like we've done what we need to do today. I'll send a letter to Mr. Cawthorn, to Ms. Sidney again, Representative Cassida, also to Representative Warner. Uh, Mr. Baum was the other recipient of contribution from this organization. I'll send one to Mr. Crawford, um, if we can try to try to get. A valid address on him. The P.O. box address where things getting returned? Everything's been returned from that address. But we'll see if we can find another address. What's his name again? Brandon Crawford. And he's in Raleigh? North Carolina. Did you want to issue a an additional subpoena at this point in time? If so, I think we need a vote for that. Do I have any motions for additional you have subpoenas? have a motion. And for okay, so we're subpoenaing uh, Cade, uh, Ms. Cawthorn. I, I, I mean, why not subpoena Glenn, Cassidy and Warren, too? Glenn, for sure. I mean, if we want to wait, we can. No. Uh, but at the same time, I don't. these things don't get better with age. I think uh, Jay wants to be recognized. Yeah. Warren has come in and spoke to you. You might want to just request if Warren would like to come back and speak to you again before you subpoena him. He has been very cooperative in this thing from the beginning as opposed to just what do you think i mean but personally lauren I, I go back to you don't you think we need to have them under oath for this i would recommend that they are under oath um you know it is true that representative warner has been cooperative to this point he has appeared before you um but at this point and at this stage just to save time you know it might be better to go ahead and issue the subpoena Let's get the record and perpetuate it. Is that one of those? So we have a motion on the table by Tom to subpoena all involved. And we have a second from... Just uh, for the record, uh, Madam Chair, if you could ad again identify who all involved is. Representative Cassida, Representative Warner, and then uh, Mr. Crawford. I got two hits on that Crawford guy through my, my finder program. One of them's in construction. The other one I can't tell. But I've got street addresses for them. I don't know if it's the same guy or not. Can you pass those on to Lauren? Sure. I'd be glad to. They, right, so going back to this. Yeah, the, the reason I'm mentioning the office manager for, K, for, for representative <laughs> office during the time in question is because you're going to have appointment books. You're going to have meeting schedules and things like that. It's purely off recollection. I think that was Mr. Cawthorn. That's a scary thought. Yeah. Um, his, on the, the General Assembly's website now lists the staff contact as Trey Tribble, but I don't know what his involvement was at the time. motion is that we issue subpoenas to provide information. So just as a reminder, Charlie Baum. Tillis is the way to get to Brandon. Tom Tillis. Another individual. Charlie Carol Baum. And Baum, but Carol Simpson. That was the office person. It's sort of. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, and then also Charlie Baum received uh, money from this pack too.
So do we want to include all of them in the subpoenas at this time to get that all done together? It's the only way you're going to get to the bottom line. So and spoilers letters to all of these people, too. On Tillis? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. And Representative Tillis. Or former Representative Tillis. 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 <coughs> of this whole thing, I believe it's the only one. I think, Madam Chair, I think it's more privilege. I think it would be um, helpful to point out to the public that the the issue, the voting on the issuance of these subpoenas should not be any inference one way or the other, particularly as to third parties. We're just trying to obtain information, information based on the facts that were that were put before us today. I agree. Thank you so much, Pods, for pointing that out. So back to Tom to your motion and what all it includes now, revising okay. it. Subpoena for any and all records, correspondence. Hank, help me out if I miss something. Uh, yes, I. Yeah. Communications of all kinds by and between any of the following. Cade, Miss Sydney. Well, Sydney. Sydney. Carol Simpson. Charlie Baum. Charlie Baum. Tillis. Tillis. Warner. And Cassidy. I do not think we missed anyone. Do we have a second on that long list? Second. We're going to need to roll call vote on this. Aye. Haynes, Aye. Lawless, Aye. Dennis, Aye. Golden. Aye. Thank you so much, everyone, for your cooperation. I'm sorry that this took up so much time, but it was something that needed to be done, and I'm sure it's going to take up even more of our time in the future. You can thank the former chair that left this in your lap, by the way, Madam Chair. <laughs> thank you, former Chairman Golden. You're welcome. I was following in the footsteps of leaving something for you, much like the former chair did for me. Oh, thank you for my present.